Today, we get to talk about the FIFA World Cup starting. It's going to be a good one. The Brewers shut out the Cubs twice, which was great. And we preview WWE Money in the Bank this weekend on Sunday night. So get ready to... Welcome to the most must-hear WSUW talk show in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, Kyle Olson, and today, for the first time on my podcast, <laughs> we have a guest. <laughs> my buddy, Tom First, is here to hey. talk about some topics. Hey, Can Tom. Can we uh, name this one, like, so it's First Round KO, right? So when I'm on... Do you want to... I know, yeah. I know exactly what you're going to say. Can we put my last name as First for First Round? Oh, okay. I was gonna, I thought you were going to say first round TKO. That would work too. <laughs> I could do first. Yeah, I could do that. That's I like 4K, that a lot. No first, first like Tom first, and then round TKO. I like it. Yeah. So uh, let's knock out some topics. All right. <laughs> so yeah, technically, today technically, technically knock out. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be interesting. <laughs> So the first, real quick, we're going to talk about uh, two topics, and then the majority of the show is going to be WWE, so I apologize to everyone who listens, because I don't know if anyone My dad. actually watches WWE, but we're going to talk about it, because we love it. Um, but we're going to start off with FIFA World Cup. Um, so yesterday, it kicked off in Russia, with Russia, fittingly, um, beating Saudi Arabia 5 nothing. Dude, the national. <laughs> <laughs> um, from what I heard, it was a fun game to watch because it's Russia well for Russia yeah well no just for fans in general because it's 5-0 it's not a 1-0 game that most soccer games are um Those are the fun ones. that's true I got I don't I'm not <laughs> I'm not gonna have a lot to say about the World Cup because I don't I'm gonna try to watch I really am especially Argentina and Portugal you mean um, Germany and Belgium Germany I guess I'll I'll try to watch most games okay I I, I will try um because I'm getting more into soccer. I just don't know that much about it. <laughs> so these 5-0 games are kind of entertaining. Um, but, yeah, I mean, good day for Russia, and I, th- which is a good thing because it's in Russia. <laughs> so, as you all know, it's been four years since the last World Cup, and I remember soccer just being on constantly. So then yesterday I was like, oh, what are the scores? And I saw the schedule. I was like, oh, it's one match a day. Like, oh, yeah. not, <laughs> whoops. I think there might be a couple today. I don't remember. Yeah, I think there's like one or two. But yeah. it's, like, it's not a lot. It's no. nothing like March Madness or anything. I, I, I was really excited for like a couple games. And then I saw it was Russia early in the morning. So I had already like missed it. And I was like, oh, gee, it's like they're dang. playing in Russia. I, I, I just forget. Like, I don't know. I also saw a thing. I think it was the, the New York Journal. Something like that. It was on the Snapchat news thing, and that's where I get most of my news nowadays. Um, <laughs> uh, they're Sad like, but true. Germany is the most boring team to watch in the World Cup. And I was like, what? Wow. So I, I go on there, I start reading it, and they're basically just upset because Germany <laughs> plays great football. They do no-nonsense style play. One of their, like... Which most is, popular chances, you put the round thing in the square thing. 
Like, the round thing must go in the square thing. Right. Simple. Like, score goals, win games. Basic geometry. Yeah. <laughs> Ignore everything you learned when yeah. you were three. So, uh, it's just kind of like, I don't know. I understand it, but this is a thing that happens only four years, like, every four years. And it's very important to every single country. Oh, yeah. I would play no-nonsense football, too. <laughs> like, especially if it wins, like... And they do. They win. So, like, I, to back, baby. obviously, yeah, it's boring. It's it, it's the same debate as, you know, a football game that ends 7-3. to three. Mm. That's technically a boring game, but it was probably a really good defensive game. Yeah. You know, people who like defensive football, hard-hitting, it was probably a really good game to watch. But nowadays, people expect these NBA games to go 120 to 115. Which is ridiculous. Which is, it's so, that's all-star level stuff, and it's happening in a lot of games. And then, you know, these football games, they want people to score 40 points a game. It. It's it's bad. <laughs> I used to see 120, get mad, look it up, and go, oh, it's overtime. That's acceptable. And now I'll see 120 to 80. But now the, the Warriors and the Rockets are hitting 90 points in the third quarter, and it's crazy. I just – I don't get it. I It's not it, – it is kind of fun to watch, I'll admit. But I I still like defensive games, mm-hmm. So which is why I can understand those 1-0 soccer uh, football games. <sighs> So tense. I can imagine. Well, yeah, that's the thing, <laughs> is that it, it comes down to clutch time, which is fun. So <laughs> clutch time for the next sixty minutes. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so during the school year, me and Tom are uh, on a show, also on on ninety one seven The Edge here called Hawk Talk, and we did we picked uh, we did a bracket, I believe. I don't remember how. It was a while ago. I'm not screaming it. It's too early. <laughs> no, you don't need to scream. <laughs> that's fine. I didn't want you to. <laughs> um, but we did it. We we picked what we thought was going to go on, and uh, Tom picked logically because he watches, and I picked, <laughs> I picked based on my heart and what country I liked better. Basically, I don't I don't remember anyone that I who I picked. I really don't. The only the only pick that I remember is that I picked Argentina to win because Messi. They're gonna choke. Duh. They probably will, <laughs> and I'm gonna cry. But I really want Messi to win. Um, and then the other team, also obviously, I would like his Portugal because of Ronaldo. <laughs> Messi is to soccer as LeBron James is to basketball. He's really great, considered one of the best, but can't always win the most important one. Tom. Don't get me wrong. Tom. He's won a lot of like his own championships, but this is the one thing he hasn't Tom. done. You know what? I would understand that comparison if Messi was playing against four future Hall of Famers in the finals. Oh, you mean Germany? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, don't, Tom, don't even get me started on LeBron. Speaking of Germany, they start against Mexico, and that's a tough matchup. Is it? Straight out of the gate. It's ridiculous. That'll be a good one to watch yeah. then. It's like two different styles of football, so it's interesting. That is kind of interesting. Yeah, like I said, I'm going to have to watch and learn the rules. That's like first round one to watch, I would say. Okay. Good stuff. Yeah. So you still like Germany coming out of it? I, oh, that's yeah. who you picked, yeah. I. It's a safe bet. I think they are the – I looked at the odds the other day. I think they're second or third in the odds. I'm trying to think of who number one was. Interesting because my favorite team is Bayern Munich. Munich, Germany, all that stuff. Um, and they're in Bundesliga. However, Bundesliga is not considered one of the best leagues of soccer, contrary to my belief because I like to say it. Uh, but Premier League, actually, like in England and all that stuff, Premier 
considered some of the best stuff you'll ever see, which I can't disagree. It's some of the best, like, games you'll see. <laughs> Manchester United, glory, glory, Man United. Like, oh, my gosh, really good, lots of history. But the thing with Bundesliga is it's considered a one-horse race because if you're not Dortmund or Bayern, you're not really in it. But that says a lot for Germany on its own, saying – all of our best players are in two teams, and they go back and forth almost every season. Like the country itself is just so good, and then you have two teams that are just a cut above the rest. So it's just kind of it's interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Um. So I yeah I just pulled up the odds, and they are they are third. I was uh, uh it was Brazil is first minus four fifty, and then France is minus four twenty five. France actually is yeah. like an underdog. And they're in not group, an underdog, in group but C. like. A sleeping yeah. pick. Well, yeah, I mean, so obviously they're, they're the second favorite, uh, and then Germany's three twenty-five. Really um, good young I, I chuckled because I was scrolling through and I, I saw Saudi Arabia, and they are uh, plus four thousand. <laughs> so, Place your bets now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just thought that I laughed. Um, yeah. Invest. I don't have too much else to say, <laughs> other than I'm going to try to watch it, and I'll. I am just if I do excited. I'll I'll talk about it in a future podcast here. Very excited for what this month has in store. Yeah, yeah, me too. This is some of the best football you're gonna see. Uh and yeah, towards the end I'll probably have you back on so that we can talk about finals and send, you know, all that kind of stuff. What's happened. Is Laton playing? I think he's playing international. Is he? If Zlatan's playing, then I'm gonna watch a lot. <laughs> I'll look that up. Don't quote me on he's that. He's from Sweden, is he? Yeah. Let's see what they're crazy good. What is Sweden is plus seven hundred. Interesting. So I think Belgium was supposed to be another like team of sleeper, like a sleeper pick. Belgium's minus four one or minus one forty in Group G. So they're they're definitely the favorite to come out of that, but they're in there. That's for sure. Nah, Zlatan's not in it. Dang. Sad. Never mind. I still yeah, like Messi. I'm still going for Messi. He is one of the best. So yeah, we'll we'll talk more World Cup as it happens and more towards the end. And at, if I watch, <laughs> um, so yeah. Next topic after the, we just knocked out FIFA for sure. Um, next topic we're going to talk about the Brewers because as I talked about on Wednesday, um, as of Wednesday they were down in the series 1-0 to the Cubs, and then they won the next two games shutting out the Cubs, which was great <laughs> it was really good to see um and um so i talked about on wednesday how the key to the cubs to ke- the key to beating the cubs was being patient uh, against the starting pitchers because the starting pitchers for the cubs lead the national league in walks to clarify patient doesn't mean watching strike three right looking at you brewers patient <laughs> means you know being careful in the first two or three pitches Late in the count, you need to be aggressive. But um, as we saw in the, especially the first, or the Wednesday game, Travis Shaw was very patient, and Lorenzo Cain, Christian Yelich. I talked about how they were the, they're the reason that the Brewers are so successful. Minus the bullpen, those three being so consistent yeah. is the reason that they're doing, especially their offense, because the way that we have it lined up, Cain is usually lead off, and then Yelich, and one of those two usually get on, and then. You know, you get, I agree. and then you get Shaw number four, and he's able, and he's leading the team in RBIs. I think he's up in the National League rankings too. And so, yeah, like I, like I said on Wednesday, I mean, not to brag, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> our, it was, it was being patient. Travis Shaw was very patient, and then 
Kane, I think, had, like, the only two hits on Thursday, but one of them was a home run, and that gave us the one lead. And, you know, they were patient. So, hopefully, what this does, now we're 3-7 and seven this season against the Cubs. Um, hopefully, going forward. Not great. Not but. great, because, <laughs> but before this series, we were 1-7. and seven, We went 1-6. One one so. Yeah. Um, so, I'm hoping this leads into it. Um, it lead, leading into the rest of the season, I hope this – made a winning recipe for the Brewers um, being patient against it. Because once you get to their bullpen, their bullpen's not great. Even their starters aren't fantastic, but apparently they're really, they're, their ERA is third in the NL, even even though they walk the most. So they're, they're good with runners on base, but, you know, Brewers are also good hitting with runners yeah. on base. So. And choking. <laughs> I... <laughs> My thing, and I, I said this on Wednesday, so I won't go into too much detail, but my thing is that the Brewers, usually they fall after All-Star break because yeah. they don't have any All-Stars. I was about to bring that up. So, and my thing is this year, with the four people, Yelich, Kane, Shaw, and Hayter, one of them, if not multiple of them, will get into the game, and then they'll be able to keep the team hot, I mm-hmm. think. At least reignite the fire after the All-Star game. I just want to – I yeah, am a you Brewer go. fan. Like, I know I'm trash-talking <laughs> a little bit. Like, don't get me wrong. They deserve it after the um, past couple of years. Yeah. Uh, they've been on the up and up. And like you said, just mentioned with the All-Star break, usually I'm a little concerned because, like, usually first half of the season, it's like, wow, As playoffs. All playoffs? playoffs? Yeah. And then uh, after All-Star break, it's like playoffs, and then the tears start falling, <laughs> and then you just go wild card, and then you're just like, all right, next season. Yeah. Um, But kind of like you said, last year before All-Star break, it was all – Fear the beard, fear the beard, Eric Thames, Eric Thames. And then he dropped he off. He fell off the face of because the Because he wasn't in as, – as damaging as the home run derby is, it could still help. Like, mm-hmm. uh, just being on the field because otherwise you miss a week of you action. some swings. And when your whole team misses a week of action, there's going to be some rust. Yeah. And then – I don't know. I see what you're saying, but that can also be for most teams. So, like, I there's agree. a little – I agree. Especially – well, I think it pertains to the Brewers – specifically because we're a young team mm-hmm. now we have Kane who is a he's a veteran he's done it yeah. so he I think that's going to help specifically but I think you know getting someone at least yellow or Shaw in the all-star break so that they get a little more swings well like the thing is second half of the season Travis Shaw kind of became a household name mm-hmm. it was just like he was on the team but he was just kind of in Thames shadow because mm-hmm. everyone's like oh he's got the beard he's got the marketing he's got the dingers yeah and then all of a sudden, Travis Shaw, Eric Thames steps down, Shaw gets up, gets confident. And I think the biggest test was, how are we going to start this season? And he continued with where he kind of left off last season. And if he can get hot, even mm-hmm. hotter towards the second half of the season, because I think he's batting, he's only batting like a two four nine right now, mm-hmm. which isn't great, but I mean, he's coming up clutch. It, like Ryan Braun, they're, both, they're mm-hmm. both not batting great. But with runners on and late in the game and that kind of stuff, they're both doing really good. People in. And mm-hmm. now we have Yelich and Kane, consistent players. Yes. Like I'd argue Shaw can be the flashy dude, Brown can be the flashy dude, clutch and all that. But without Yelich or Kane, we don't have anything. And Absolutely. Hater's just been a consistent, consistent Monster. beast. His strikeout numbers are up there with starters. I know. <laughs> like it's crazy. I remember watching the first game of the season. He came in, and I was like, oh, "What is this dude?" Like, this I hair. liked him last year because he was decent, <laughs> and it, he's got the left handed, and he comes in like almost he's sideways, a, yeah. but he's up. He's got that weird style. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. he's just velocity and putting him in the spot. If he develops another pitch, he's a starter. <laughs> yeah, 
So. Yeah, and that's the thing. He pitches two, three innings sometimes, mm-hmm. which is great. It's fantastic. Good and he can relief. Yeah. He's got a hit this season. He's yeah. one for one on the season. <laughs> so it's just I think we have enough stones in place to say that we should be able to come out of all-star break just fine. And we will as long as they need to go get someone. They need to go get a starting pitcher. Uh, as much as Chase Anderson has been disappointing, Yolis Chassin. He started off? Okay. He started off decent because he was our starter, but Yolis Chassin, he's been a sleeper pickup for us in the offseason. He's been pitching fantastic lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and even Junior Guerrero, who didn't do good last year, has has been pitching some shutout games now. Yeah. Um, but those are really the only two. Zach Davies has not been doing good. I think he's like one and seven or something yeah, like that, two and great. seven. He's he's not doing good. Chase Anderson is falling down. Brent Suter, he's still young. He's 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 very inconsistent. He can be good. I think Chase Anderson might be a player to watch after All Star break. I agree. Yeah, I don't want to get rid of him. Yeah, because I think he he would be that number five guy. He's up there in quality. He just yes. needs to find some confidence right. and get some practice. Which in. is why we, we get Jimmy Nelson back soon. We don't know when. He's been recovering rather slowly. Hopefully soon. Mm-hmm. But once we get him back, he'll probably be number one. He'll be up in the rotation. Cause then, and then we'll probably knock out Brent Suter. Probably. He, might, he might get sent down. And then, yeah, I'm hoping that we go get someone. If Chris Archer's healthy, I want to go get him. There's a couple guys like on the uh, Padres. Tyson Ross is a name that I want to go get. Shot, I don't know. <laughs> He's hurt. <laughs> He's not even healthy right now. There's, I if the Brewers go get a starting pitcher, mm-hmm. we're gonna be in really good shape. Yeah. Without the starting pitcher, we still have a great shot. But I think we need to pull the trigger. the The fact that we're having this much success without that starting pitcher. The, we need to. We have enough pieces and young talent that we need to. The front office needs to realize that this is a good time to go for it. Like yeah. go, go for broke. I um, think the biggest thing with this season is if we don't make the playoffs, we have to evaluate top down and see what's going wrong in the second half of the season. Yep. Because that will be a disappointment. I'm not saying we have to get to like the championship or anything like that. I'm just saying first round at least. Yes. I agree. We need to, yeah. If we don't, even if we make the wild card, I would still kind it's of something. evaluate that, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I think enough people would be excited that we're that oh, close yeah. to the playoffs. Because, be I mean, we haven't, overlooked. I don't think we've been in there since 2010 when we made it yeah. to the NLDS, CS. CS. NLCS, yeah. Because we lost the cards. <laughs> don't remind me. Okay, enough Brewers. Well, probably I'm I'm going to be talking a lot of Brewers this summer. That's really the only thing that's happening. Gee, it's like that's the only sport left. <laughs> I said on Monday, I said this is I picked a terrible time to debut my show because the the Stanley Cup Finals finished and the NBA Finals finished, the World Cup didn't even start. And <laughs> like I had nothing. It's like, ah. <laughs> well, LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. I've talked about LeBron. I talked about LeBron in my first two shows. It's fine. Okay, enough about that. Enough about sports. Let's talk about sports entertainment. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Um, so yes, me and Tom are nerds. <laughs> we watch, we watch WWE Money in the Bank, or we watch WWE this weekend on specifically Sunday. Money, in just the Bank, Money in the Bank. Nothing else. Money in the Bank is one of my favorites. True, it's definitely top three for me. I liked um, it more when it was just the just ladder match at, at WrestleMania. WrestleMania. I agree, but I mean the paper. <laughs> 
The pay-per-view in the past, though, has has shown to be very good. I guess but 2011 comes to mind. Mm-hmm. The one with Punk and Cena, fantastic. I'm sorry, who and Cena? It's vacant in Cena oh, okay. when vacant left the company. Yeah, <laughs> in Chicago in his hometown. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but so yeah, Money in the Bank is this weekend, and so we're gonna pre- preview it because uh, there's some really good matches. There's some interesting scenarios that could be happening. So we're, yeah, we're gonna talk about it, and we're gonna go just top down what they have on Wikipedia here. But so the first, oh yes, <laughs> Tom. Tom has to. Introduce us to a message WWE. from one of the greatest promo givers of all time, Scott Steiner. Uh, I'm, some of you will probably know this. <clears throat> I apologize. I also apologize, but I enjoy this too much. <clears throat> you know that they say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Samoa Joe, you can see that statement is not true. See, normally if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I, I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beat me. <laughs> then you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your chances of winning drastic go down. So you're the three-way at sacrifice. You got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But I, I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me, and he's not even going to try. So Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance, and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. Then you take my 75% chance of winning. If we was to go one-on-one, then add 66 and two-third percent chance, I got a 141 two-third chance of winning at sacrifice. Senior Joe, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. I just want to point out that Tom didn't read that badly. That's how it's, like, that he he read that word for word. I did. If if you haven't seen it and you you want a good laugh, go look up Scott Steiner sacrifice math promo, math promo sacrifice promo whatever. Um, it's it's one of the funniest things. And the thing that I find the funniest is that his math is correct. Someone someone in went in way. and did it. No, someone went in and did it and said it's one hundred percent correct. Obviously, the zero percent chance. Like the math he did during the promo, like it all adds up. Right. But where he's pulling the numbers from. <laughs> Does well, not yeah. work. The numbers he the numbers he pulls are zero percent chance for Kurt Angle because he knows he can't, can't beat, beat me. me. Yeah, well, I, the twenty five percent chance out of nowhere. <laughs> like yeah, he got eight and a third just fine, but uh, it's one of the, it's one of the best promos out there. Uh, so if you want to go quote, if best. you want to go look at it, go go look it up. It's if you funny. look the the math one, it'll give you a video that shows all the math and everything. Yeah, there's actually yeah. And then if you watch the live one, you're going to get very uncomfortable. <laughs> so we watch, or we start with the pre-show, which is a match that I forgot was happening. I probably did too. And I, and I even watched SmackDown and I forgot it was happening. The Bludgeon Brothers are defending their SmackDown Live Tag Team Champions Championships versus the Good Brothers in Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Too sweet. Um... <laughs> There has not been. There's only been one really. There's been two segments for this match. Awesome. It's been them cutting a promo backstage, the Good Brothers, and then the Bludgeon Brothers interrupting them on a smaller TV to the side. <laughs> and then there was a singles match between Luke, both Luke's, Luke, or no, it was Carl Anderson and uh, Luke Harper. They're just Harper and Rowan now. I just realized that they dropped their first names. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and Luke. Or Carl Anderson won that. 
plot Deadpool 2. That's just lazy writing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, I got I got Bludgeon Brothers. It's too early for them to drop it. Their gimmick their gimmick right now is winning matches. So the gimmick right now is very close to murdering someone. That too. Uh <laughs> I, I don't know if they're just that good at making those giant hammers seem lethal or if they're actually that heavy. It's kind of hard to tell. I've heard I've heard that they're actually, like, real. But that's, that's the spooky. Sa- right? At the same time, I wouldn't think. Because if they accidentally, like, if they slipped or something, could have killed Jey Uso. <laughs> Xavier would be dead. Xavier. Oh, jeez. I thought Xavier was dead after <laughs> that powerbomb. Um, yeah. I don't know. Everyone that knows me knows I'm a huge fan of Balor Club, Bullet Club, whatever you want to call it. It's Jace. It's basically the same. Too sweet for life, man. Good brothers, all that stuff. There's a rumor. It's not by anyone in the company, but it's a rumor, a fan theory going around. We'll get into it later because it ties into another match. But it it, uh, it involves the WWE Good Brothers. Ones. Yes, yeah. it involves. Yeah, Ooh, interesting. It is interesting. I kind of um, like it. I don't think it'll happen, but it, it it's I'd interesting. I'd love for Balor slash Bullet Club to clean house. As I do every pay per view, but I have to. I have to agree with you. Is like, there's no way that the Bludgeon Brothers are gonna lose, and like, I just don't see. I want them to because the gimmick's not strong, and as we can tell from the lazy writing, that they can't really do a good promo because neither of these guys are really known for promos, except for like the Good Brothers. But yeah, it's just. I was gonna say, Carl Anderson is actually one of the best talkers in the company. In yeah, the business. I was talking more Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, like, no, I Harper agree. and Rowan aren't known for promo. <sighs> Harper can be when it's written right. Rowan's not good. Yeah, I think <laughs> Harper. Harper. Rowan's can be. here because Harper's here, and they just yes. make him a tag team. Yes, which is dumb because Harper should be a single star. It's just I don't know. I'm Bludgeon Brothers, and it's just yeah. gonna be disappointing. I think. I agree. It's, it's be, that's why it's pre-show. It's going to be a pre-show that I'm going to be there just to get my point for predictions. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we'll move on from that because it's pre-show. So, and you know what I I really wish would have happened is Carl Carl and Luke stay on Raw. And then Finn wins the briefcase because then he can just have them beat someone up and then just cash in. And that would be so, that would be so B.A. I'm aware of this. I I am completely aware of this. But no, they t- they take that away, and they don't want people outside of the company to be good inside the company. It's whatever. I mean, unless Finn you're AJ was Styles. The first universal champion. Yeah, but what has he done since? Uh, well, he broke his arm. <laughs> Seth Rollins <laughs> broke his arm. Anyway, oh, um, <laughs> the next match, the next match that they have listed here is the women's Money in the Bank ladder match between Ember Moon, Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Natalia, Lana. Naomi and Sasha Banks. <laughs> so here's my thing with this, right? Yep. The way that um, Nat- oh, I'm gonna say her name wrong. I'm gonna say Natasha. Natalia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nat- uh, the Natty way that Nightheart. like they've been bringing Natalia back, I honestly think she's a contender, like a serious contender for this, and that concerns me. I th- I want to say that Ember Moon or Becky Lynch are taking this. However, just knowing this company and how it loves to disappoint me, uh-huh. <laughs> I I just feel like Natalia's got the greatest chance in here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Natalia definitely has the greatest chance only because of the I'm match. Friends with Rousey. The match later in the night, I think those two are going to tie in together. 
If not, I, so here's what stinks. And here's also what's interesting. When you think money in the bank, you think heel winners, especially recently. There's only one heel in this women's match, and it's Alexa Bliss. Everyone else's face. I don't know how much I like that. I don't like it. I like, I although everyone's everyone expects everyone expects Natalia to turn heel on Ronda eventually. Yeah. But like, as, even can Ronda be a heel too? No, because she makes money. No. Um, so the logical CM Punk was a heel and he made money. That's true. Um, if I'm the writers, the logical answer is Becky Lynch. She hasn't done anything, and it she's just she's underutilized in the company. Is she the only one that still needs uh or did she get one? I don't remember. Title? Yeah. She was the first SmackDown women's champion. Yeah, that's what it was. Yep. Um and uh, the other logical answer would be Ember Moon. Because I don't know, but the, I I yeah, also I, so. I also just think it's too soon. I think she needs to do I need I think she needs to be I in don't a know feud what the or two. Is. Exactly, and that's the problem. She does really um, cool things in ring. She's got a great costume, like all that stuff. The stuff that she does with her eyes and everything. Her finishing move is fantastic. Exactly. Established character. Yes, I agree. Um, Charlotte Flair doesn't need it. She can beat anyone one on one at any time, so she doesn't need a briefcase. Alexa just had a lengthy title reign. Doesn't need it. Becky and Natalia. Lana. <laughs> now, <laughs> here's the interesting thing. I think they could have fun with this. And no, they c- they're not going to waste it on Lana. I didn't think they were going to give it to Carmella last year. Yeah, but that's why I'm saying they're not going to give it to I Lana. agree. <laughs> here's the fun thing, though. They could give it to Lana and Rusev and have it be Mr. and Mrs. Money in the Bank. I think they could have some fun with that. You're just really, like, tearing your heart out. <laughs> They're never going to do that, but... I hope not. Naomi, <laughs> Naomi's kind of disappeared after her title win last year at WrestleMania. And Sasha's in a never-ending 50-year feud with Bayley. <laughs> I hate it. I, what I think is going to happen... None of them are establishing a character with that, either. It's terrible, Pick because they both heal her face each and every week. Yeah. It's terrible. What I hope happens... And at the same time, hope doesn't happen. Is Sasha's about to win, and Bailey comes out and pushes her off, and then they can actually have a feud. Like Bailey can be heel, that's fine. She can be like lovable to the crowd, but then just immediately mean mug to Sasha or something, and finally build up to something at SummerSlam. Please, <laughs> just have the it be a show of women. Yeah, I. It's just bad. I hope that that happens. Where? And Sasha, like I said, she's in this feud, so she's not going to do anything. So, yeah, really the only logical ones are Natalia, Becky Lynch, or Ember Moon. See, going back to the no character, like not sure what their character is for Ember Moon, I think that's one of the biggest problems of NXT right now. Is like, yes, you get the smaller crowd, but if your character lacks and you can perform well in ring, that's what they're there for. Mm-hmm. Those are like considered true fans, mm-hmm. indie fans. They won't care because you can do stuff in the ring. You get up to the main card where they focus a bit more on the entertainment aspect. That's also on the writers, though. That's a lot on the writers because NXT writers don't need to develop character, so they don't all the time. Mm -hmm. They do sometimes. Like Undisputed Era right now, some of the best characters on TV. I think it's like half of it. I think trips will work with you. If you're oh, absolutely. So like, absolutely. I think half of it is if you have an idea and you have a character you mm-hmm. want to do, trips will be like, do it. I agree. 
Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, so the, And then the problem with that is when they come up to the main roster. Vince doesn't like it. Either Vince doesn't like it or they just haven't built a character. Mm-hmm. So then they just think, oh, I was popular in NXT, so I'm going to be here. And then the writers don't they get do a anything and with not that. a character. I think yeah. Also, fun fact before we move on to the next match. Apparently, there was supposed to be a third ladder match. Oh. There was supposed to be a tag team match. Oh. And because the first week, they were doing promos with tag teams. <laughs> and then they were like, well, we don't want to announce all three of them on the same night. Fair enough. We'll, we'll announce it a couple weeks. There's six matches in be- or six weeks in between pay-per-views. And they so, just so apparently, at some point, they were just like, nah. <laughs> Never mind. I don't want to. I, so that's why Sanity hasn't debuted on SmackDown yet. That's upsetting. Authors of Pain had like two matches, and now they haven't been on the past couple of weeks. They mm. ruined them their debut. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> Dropping Paula, yeah, that was terrible. Um, Mad. Yeah, so that's that's one thing they kind of WWE is terrible with tag teams. <laughs> Quickest way to make me not care about that tag team. Drop their manager. <laughs> okay. They're talking. Their mouthpiece. Yeah, that was bad. Okay, so they didn't always used to be bad at tag teams. All right. No, they used to be great. Even sometimes, if you have like New Day and the Bar, they're fantastic, and they they can carry a bad storyline. And the Usos, Usos have been fantastic lately too. And but WWE doesn't put effort into their tag team division anymore. It's just sad. Um, so the next one they have listed here is the men's Money in the Bank ladder match between Braun Strowman, Finn Balor. The Miz, Rusev, Bobby Roode, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and a member of the New Day yet to be announced. Rumor is Biggie. If it's Biggie, I think it goes to Biggie. I agree. And here's one thing that someone suggested: What if they treat the briefcase and eventually the title as Freebird rules, and they're all the champion, <laughs> right? Hey, you want to mess up the record books? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Biggie, wow. Kofi, and Xavier all champion at the same time. I think that it's great. Um, I don't want that so bad. I agree. Biggie, Biggie's my pick. He deserves it. He's a fantastic wrestler. He's fantastic on the mic. He's just been great. Um, I think this feud that Braun and Balor have right now are going to prevent either of them from winning it. I hope so, too. There was also an angle this past week. I think it was a fatal five-way or something like that where all four of the other people hit Braun with their finisher. And Braun still kicked out. Uh, so I think that's leading up to all seven of these guys yeah. are going to hit their finisher to take him out. Interesting. That'd yeah. Cool. Braun's not going to win it. He doesn't need to. Finn's not going to win it because they don't, they don't think he's over. <laughs> Which is so dumb. I don't know. They Those still – I, I hope that they continue the feud with Braun because that is a main event feud. Mm-hmm. That, and fun. that can be – and Balor's almost beat Braun a couple times. They're making Braun unbeatable, which is not good. They need to show a little weakness at yeah, some point. Yes. Um, but for right now, it's fun and I feel entertaining. Like Balor won't win unless it's a pay per view. I yeah, Big I agree. Um, the Miz is an interesting one because oh, I say something quick. Yes. Uh, so Balor beats by the pay per view, earns his respect even more, and then tag team. <laughs> My two favorite people. Braun can win the titles with an eleven-year-old. Why not with Finn? <laughs> um, the same size, right? <laughs> So the Miz, same number of titles too. The Miz um, is interesting because he could win, and then they could recreate a SummerSlam moment with Daniel Bryan, where Daniel wins the cha- championship. 
and then Miz cashes in. That'd be a great addition to the feud. I don't think the feud needs it. No, the feud can the, the feud can definitely go without it, but it's interesting. That feud has lived off also, of the shoot this whole time. The re- there's another reason Miz might win. Obviously, with this whole Brock Lesnar thing, WWE is attempting to kind of wipe CM Punk out of the record books. And who's the only man to win the Money in the Bank twice? CM Punk. So if Miz does it, then he's another man to win it twice. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so that's my theory. That I, He's one of my picks. Rusev, like I said earlier, they could do <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Money in the Bank with him and Lana. I think Bobby Roode, if Bobby Roode wins this, he needs to turn heel immediately. I was going to say, I was going to ask, is he and like, right now? So he needs to right turn now. around, like flip off the crowd or something, but he needs to turn heel. <laughs> and that would be so, New Japan? it would be so amazing though. Like, a heel Bobby Roode, like, I, you know, because then he can start wearing his suits like he was in NXT. Like he a can metal version of Glorious. <laughs> well, no, Glorious. He was heel. He was heel Glorious in True. in NXT. He was like, ah, you all love me because of my theme song, but I'm, you know, I'm the main attraction here. Like, it's a good. It's great. It would be fantastic. I just, my problem with any Raw superstar possibly winning this is that they have Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Lesnar is slated, apparently. It's not official, but this is what's probably going to happen, is Lesnar versus Reigns at SummerSlam. Oh, I thought it was going to be Lashley. Apparently not. Uh, It's not set in stone. Vince could still change. The main thing coming out of that is Lesnar is going to drop the title at SummerSlam. Like, 95%. Like, unless Vince changes his mind at the last minute again. Drops it to Jinder Mahal. It it could be... (laughs) I have a prediction. We'll get to it later because it ties into another match. I have a prediction for that. But the way they can be around that is either Lesnar can have a long, grueling match with someone and retain, and then someone comes and oh, cashes in, okay. or they can just cash in on whoever beats Lesnar. Yeah, I'm fine with Reigns winning. I, <laughs> I agree. I've been okay with it every other time. Um, yeah, I was okay with Sheamus. Like, even then, I was okay with it. Um, I was just shocked. I think let's see. Kevin good. Owens. Would be so good with the previous. <laughs> Roman Reigns' like defining career failure was dropping it to Sheamus. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, he's over. Oh, and then he won it back, and then he lost it in the Royal Rumble to Triple H, <laughs> and then he won it back in the, in the WrestleMania to Triple H. Don't get me started on Roman Reigns. Yeah. He's a good in ring worker, but I don't like his character or the way they book him. Quote: Good ring worker. He's decent. He doesn't. He doesn't uh, botch. He's like a subpar Miz. I agree. Which is not even. But back. Okay, so Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Owens is an XCI. I think Kevin Owens, he's heel. He's on Raw. It'd be perfect. I think I missed something here. What happened with Owens and Sam? <laughs> they just kind of dropped it. Uh, so Zayn started this feud with Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I saw that. And then in the quali- there was a qualifying triple threat between Lashley, someone vacant yeah Yeah. it was lashley owens and someone else that might have been i don't remember who else it was but zane came out and cost lashley the match and then celebrated with owens afterwards Mm -hmm. so that that was the last time they've actually done together so they're still friends but they're dealing with their own things right now okay i'm hoping that they'll come back together eventually (laughs) i remember like turning on raw i must have just missed it like what happened the week prior and i was like oh um they're not yeah. sitting together interesting i hope if kevin wins they could do the the whole uh, cody rhodes damien sandow 
they could turn on each other and feud over the briefcase. Interesting. Yeah. It's been a while. It, I think that'd be interesting. Uh, yeah. Samoa Joe, also great. He would be great. They're calling him the Samoan Assassin now. Oh my gosh. Yep. And he has a new. He has a. Oh, his hair is longer now. It, it looks a lot like when he was in TNA. Ooh. So he looks scary again. <laughs> I love Samoa Joe. He, he would also be good. The report also coming out from PW Insider is that the men's briefcase is going to Raw and the women's is going to SmackDown. Scratch that. I had that reversed. <laughs> Raw to women's to Raw, men's to SmackDown. Uh, that was the – so so either Miz, Rusev, Joe, or New Day. Biggie. Yeah. Biggie, biggie. And then either Ember Moon – Alexa, Natalia, or Sasha. So, what if all of the New Day comes out? Since it's technically a no DQ, why does it matter? Did you... I I agree. Did you see Raw this week? Or SmackDown, I mean? No. They were, they were at E3, so they had to pre-record something. And oh, New Day? Yeah. Okay, I was like, all of them? Oh, no, no, just uh, no, just New Day. They were at E3 because they, yeah. they had the Street Fighter thing with the Elite, which is great, by the way. <laughs> Kenny Omega has some lines that are just, he says to Biggie, he says, Biggie, relish this moment because this is the only main event you're ever going to get. And the crowd just went nuts. And Biggie was like, wow. And then New Day was all huddling. And Kenny goes, what are you waiting for creative to write your lines? And everyone was like, what? Kenny, calm down. But anyway. <laughs> I'm not bitter, but I'm pretty bitter. Let's anyway, Samoa Joe would be fantastic. But yeah, oh, back about the New Day. They. They showed them backstage, but they were at E3. And Kofi and Xavier were in a double XL t-shirt together. <laughs> so everyone was like, they can enter as one person. It's like, <laughs> I was like, what that really means <laughs> is that they're singling out Big E. Epic foreshadowing. I think it's because they're singling out Big E. And then eventually it's just going to be Xavier and Kofi in a tag team. Like Big E will still be part of it, but he'll do his singles run and they'll do a tag team run. I agree. I because then it's New Day three runs everything. Because then it's three on one, and then they have to be heels again. And heel heel New Day though? is not good. No, like just imagine. So Biggie's like WWE. All of a sudden, Kofi's like, "Oh man, I like messed up my leg. I can't do this match." So then Biggie has to step in and then do two matches in one night, cost him a belt, and then like <laughs> they do that with Undisputed Era. Because yeah. Bobby Fish had to, was injured, so Adam Cole had to have those two matches. Yeah, yeah I agree. Because that can that can create some good storytelling for sure. Um, yeah, like I think if it's super face, super kid friendly, undisputed era. I but. think if it's if it's Biggie or Xavier, they win. Interesting. If it's Kofi, he's only there to do flips. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love the dude. I think he deserves it, but they don't see they don't see Kofi like that. He's. They see. I think they see Xavier with promise now because he does, he's a great wrestler. He's great on the mic. He's fantastic on the mic. And same with Big E. But My Kofi's just been there too biggest long. biggest shock as a child was when he <laughs> debuted. Kofi debuts ECW. Kofi Kingston. I'm from Jamaica, man. All of a sudden, New Day happens. And he's no longer Jamaican. What happened to your accent? No, you was Jafakin. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh... Why did I never pick up on this? Anyway, okay. We're... we're Diverging. I was going to say, we're diverging. What, who's your pick? Big E. And then 
if, if it's if Biggie's not in there. If Biggie's not in there, I guess I could see Miz again. Love Balor, <laughs> would love for Balor to mm-hmm. do it because I think that's a good way to just shoot him straight back into something. Oh, I agree. Um, and plus, Paul Heyman did say he wanted him to like wrestle Brock Lesnar and see like how that would go. So that'd be pretty dope. That'd be such a good match. Um, but I think it's Bobby Roode or Biggie. Okay. Um, <sighs> this one's so hard for me. I definitely think if Big E's in the match, he wins. I've yeah. I've been saying that since they announced that New Day was going to be in it. Um, but like, what else is Bobby Roode doing? Exactly, that, like, this would not help. He's him. not doing any. This would help him so much. Um, yeah. So I, the logical thing would be Bobby Roode turn heel. But if it's not going to Raw, I gotta say, either Big E or Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is just the logical. So oh, that's he's on Raw, isn't he? Have Bobby Roode like the Shinsuke heel treatment, so it's like glorious, and then. Just over the instrumental part. Add some add Japanese lyrics to glorious. He's from Canada. Oh my god. Okay, just put I'm sorry. Uh, Anyway. Over all the instrumental. Next match. Um speaking of Shinsuke Nakamura. Nice. Shinsuke Nakamura takes on the defending WWE champion AJ Styles in a last man standing match for the title. Yes, it's uh <laughs> they had a match a few weeks ago on SmackDown too, and the winner got to pick the stipulation. Uh Nakamura picked or won and then picked last man standing and the last couple of weeks, every time choice. every time he beats someone, he hits them with a second Kinshasa after the pinfall, and then he counts to ten. And it's very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Even during the match with Ty Dillinger, while the match was going on, he would so knock down Ty. He has some momentum. He, he lost. <laughs> he does have momentum. And actually, fun fact about that, apparently the numbers supporting, like, you know, if you win the night before the pay-per-view, you don't win. Apparently, the numbers are very split on that. Oh, really? And apparently, more times than not, that person will win. Interesting. Yeah, I which I, I was taken aback by. I don't by. believe that. I'm gonna ha- I think you're counting. All right, count main events only. Don't be counting, like, You uh, think this will be the main event? Views. Okay, but like main championship. Okay, yes. not like I no, I and U.S. That's fair. Or like non-title feuds. Yeah, I don't know. I I want Shinsuke to win so bad. I love Shinsuke Nakamura. Here's my thing: if, if he, he loses, win. what do you do with him? <laughs> exactly. And the heel turn was for nothing. Like they turn him heel at WrestleMania, and then he just doesn't win. Because what is it? Right and now? then when it's do you, uh, he he is zero and four in WWE championship matches? Yeah, because he lost to Jinder. He might have. Did he face Jinder twice? I think he did. So, but, like, my biggest thing, he lost to AJ. Yep. Heel turn. Heel turn. Draw. <laughs> Next match. Draw. Mm, wasn't it? No. I thought it was a double. He lost. No, he know. lost that Greatest Royal Rumble. Oh, I'm not counting that one. That's fair. <laughs> no one should. <laughs> yeah. So, like, the one after that, though, Backlash. Yep. That, that, that was like the draw. Double. Yeah, that was the draw. All signs are showing, like, hey, you should win this Because, one. yeah, if you, if you disregard Greatest Royal Rumble, then it's... AJ won, draw, and then Shinsuke would win, hopefully. Yeah. And then you have the rubber match for the rematch. And then I don't care who it goes to as long as he wins. But I hope hopefully. Shinsuke. Shinsuke deserves it, especially the time that he's put into this company and what yeah. he's done. He's fantastic. He deserves it. And AJ's had his run. AJ's almost coming up on a year now. 
He won yeah. it before Survivor Series. Just uh, then he can focus on whatever club, Samoa Good Joe. Brothers, whatever they're gonna call it. He needs to go feud. With, he needs there. to go feud with Samoa Joe. Interesting. Um, but like, it's just yeah. Mm. And the fact that he got to pick the stipulation is kind of what's concerning me. Because I feel like whoever normally whoever picks it, the, I'm gonna have to look at stats but for that too. Edge is the only reason that I'm thinking he might be okay because Edge would be like ladder match. Duh. And then he'd more you can't times have than more not, than, he would win the ladder match. You can't have more ladder matches at Money in the Bank, Tom. That would be... <laughs> I'm not saying... It's like right. having more I'm than one Hell in a Cell match at Hell in a Cell. <laughs> oh, you mean that thing they do? Uh, so, <laughs> I'm just saying, Edge won most of those ladder yeah. matches. So, Shinsuke that's choosing true. last man standing, hopefully that's just... It's all good. No moments. DQ, I hope. I don't know. I would I, assume. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have Shinsuke. I think for my predictions for the actual pay-per-view, I picked AJ. But that's because every time I pick Shinsuke, he loses. So I'm hoping that it reverses. I was, I'm sacrificing a point for the for greater enjoyment. good. Um, the next match they have, which I think might be the main event of the – yes, Tom? But Good Brothers. No DQ. Last man standing. Ah! No. Actually. No. Sanity. Debuts on the main roster. Cost AJ the title. Cost AJ the title because then, Tom, AJ would have to team up with his good brothers to face Sanity. Uh, okay, I'm okay with that now. Yep. I was like, I thought you were going to go, that Shinsuke. And I was like, nope. No, because no, then no, they, no, can no. Save, they can save that rubber match for later if they don't come up Greatest Royal Rumble. They can save the rubber match for <laughs> WrestleMania next year if they really wanted to. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, the next match, what I think could be the main event, possibly, depending on who wins the... Sami Zayn. No. Depending oh. on who wins the women's money in the bank. If Natalia wins the mon- women's money in the bank, which I think will start the show. Oh, you think this one? I think Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey will main event. I think Ronda Rousey will beat Nia Jax. If she loses, what's the point? If she loses, it'll be because of a distraction by... Natalia. Okay, but also, if she loses, she should wrestle every week. I agree. I agree. And I hope she does. I say that every time we talk about Ronda. I hope she wrestles, but she... But yeah, I think it. I think Ronda wins, and then I think Natalia cashes in. Interesting. Yep. Because that would... 2-0, 2-1. Yeah. Huh. Um, yeah, I guess you gotta establish her losing... But my biggest thing is she hasn't established herself enough at all that losing this early, especially immediately after winning a title, is yeah. risky. That's why if she – if she, I don't think she loses, actually. I if she doesn't win the title, it's because of DQ. I think if mm-hmm. Natalia cost – like, she still wins, keep the undefeated streak intact, but loses by – I don't know. I also, think. what the heck – is Nia Jax. Yeah, she comes out of this be a star, bo- be a anti-bully. Star, world star. And now she's ki- <laughs> she was heel for like two weeks and then last week, now the feud is basically who's, they're not feuding over the title, they're feuding over who Natalia's best friend is. Oh, God. I think that very quickly became oh, guys, I think we, continuity error. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I hope they realized it. I don't know. Be a star to world star. Anyway, <laughs> that's that's my thing. What what's your pick for that? Because we got uh, ooh, we got nine minutes. Yeah, and we have a couple more matches. I want to say, I I just know Ronda's gonna win. 
but I feel like she shouldn't. That's fair. I I personally don't think she should have this match. <laughs> and I think a lot of people agree with me. So the next match. I'm sure her biggest argument is armbar. The, <laughs> the SmackDown Women's Championship is on the line when Carmella defends it against Asuka. Okay, but so if Asuka weird. loses. <laughs> Asuka will lose. Stop. By interference. Okay. She won't if she loses clean to Carmella. If Carmella beats Charlotte and Oscar clean, I will I will quit. She will be <laughs> new goddess. Oh, that may that would make me so mad. But no, I if Oscar wins, then what was the point of WrestleMania? It, it, because then you're just giving her the title. I it's I don't know. It's bad. Got to protect the Flair legacy. They, if she wins, that'd be bad. Anyway. It, this is a lose-lose situation I anyway. <laughs> I, I have Carmella by interference. I mean, I'd allow it, but I just want Asuka to win it. I, I would love Asuka to win. I don't think they. Roman Reigns <laughs> versus Jinder Mahal. Last year when Jinder won the title, we all joked, oh, if he was on Raw, that he would be in a main event feud with Roman Reigns. And then literal two months after the Superstar shakeup, <laughs> Roman versus Jinder. And I, I swear, if it main events this pay per view, I, I probably won't watch it. But here's my thing. I'll turn, I'll turn it off. No, because I'll probably be watching it with you, and I'd be. Are upset. you coming to Connors? Oh, is that where it is? We're going to Connors. Yeah. Oh, probably not. Okay, because <laughs> I work at Brewer Game. Um, here's my thing. I think the point here is like they realize that we don't like gender. <laughs> So, like, if we put Jinder and Roman together, you have to cheer for Roman. However, this is how you get me to, to like cheer Jinder Mahal. Also, you cannot hinder the gender. Think about think about where the pay per view is. It's in Chicago. They are not gonna like Roman. They might actually cheer Jinder Mahal. They might just boo the entire match. That too. Which? Why do they keep going to Chicago? Would be bad. Yeah. Um, Especially because of the whole thing that you're trying to do right I now. I have Jinder Mahal winning via interference by the Sunil brothers. The Singh brothers. Sunil. The Singh I, brothers. Yeah. One of the, the one that's been hurt is going to return. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. However, if he just beats him cleanly, I'd be <laughs> even happier. After one Coloss. After kicking out of six <laughs> F5s, he's going to get beat by a Coloss. Please. No, I think some Hashtag. sort of. DQ or something, or like three colosses, and I don't know. There's no way Roman loses the feud. <laughs> the the feud of the year, the best build that I've ever seen on Monday Night Raw, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Sarcasm for anyone who does it. It's Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. Okay, but it's not Bobby Lashley's fault. No, and it's not Sami Zayn's fault because Sami Zayn actually Some has been... Some of the worst Sami Zayn I've ever seen. <laughs> Sami Zayn's been doing decent with the material, though. It's the material yeah. that he's given. yeah. Um, the only th- what it's a, worse Sami Zayn in terms of what they're putting on TV, and I can almost promise you it's not Sami yeah. Zayn's idea. So I think because the only the only reaction that they got out of this feud was when Zayn said, "Oh, you might. I don't know if you've actually even been in the army. Maybe you weren't." I really <laughs> kind of hope. What I really hope if they want to if they want this to be a good feud, Sami Zayn comes out in a military uniform. And then Bobby Lashley just kicks the ever living crap out of him. That's that's risky. It's very risky. You can get a lot of backlash from it, but uh, yeah, backlash was it, last month. I guess <laughs> I have I have Bobby Lashley in a squash. Well, duh. Yeah. Um, Elias versus Seth Rollins. I actually don't know. I have Elias. 
Really? Um, via some sort of he's gonna guitar to the face. Yeah, he's gonna distract the ref somehow and win some something like that dirty. And then Seth Rollins goes on to face Brock Lesnar at, at SummerSlam. I'm just ready to walk with a lot. I agree. I think it's time. Level. He's fantastic. He's one of the best heels in the company right now. He's I, entertaining. He needs to establish more of his character, I think. Because he'll be like, yeah, I'll get cheers. And then immediately, ah, just kidding, I hate you guys. And it's just the most irritating thing. It's That's being cocky. Like, he knows that we love him, but then he's like, ah, but I don't like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's great. Yeah. I think Elias wins here. Yeah. I think it's time. Even though Seth Rollins just won the belt, I think they only gave it to him to make him a Grand Slam champ. And now drop, let him drop it, let him go to the main event scene. He's like, yeah, look at him, he's a Grand Slam champ. And then all of a sudden, next night, Jeff Hardy shows up. Just, <laughs> hey, look at me. Yeah. Pretty I'm much. Um, and the last match, God, Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass, the money feud. What happened to the U.S. championship? Forgot about because Jeff Hardy got arrested for something again. Did he really? But then he was on SmackDown last night. I don't know. Or not. It went Tuesday night. Whatever. Daniel oh, Bryan versus roll. Big you Cass. Can go to work and go home. Big Cass wins, I think, unfortunately, because this is going to go three. It's Bryan and Cass? Yep. Daniel Bryan won the first one. I think Cass wins this one, and then they have a rubber match. Carmella, hopefully. <laughs> oh, you know what I forgot about the Carmella match? James Ellsworth is scheduled to be at Money in the Bank. Stop. So that's how that's how she beats Asuka. Um, what if Enzo returns? I, I Enzo hope returns. so. Only Helps he doesn't wrestle. He's the mouthpiece for Cass. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. Um, that's like the only way I can see. So yeah. I don't see Cass winning cleanly. I me either, but I think he will win dirty. Yeah. So it's that time of time of the day. One last thing before we get going. Um, my last thing. Um, I'll have Tom go to. And uh, if you've ever been like on the fence about watching pro wrestling, this weekend Saturday night at seven o'clock. Oh, okay. NXT Takeover Chicago. I was like, I wouldn't start with money. No, bank. not no. I'm saying <laughs> NXT Takeover because. Every takeover that there has been, it's NXT. It's basically, quote-unquote, the minor leagues. But it's always – there's there hasn't been a bad takeover. No. Every takeover is fantastic. So if, you've, if you if you want to know what pro wrestling is all about, if you want to see a good show, go watch NXT TakeOver this weekend. It's going to be fantastic. Great storytelling, great technical wrestling, great characters, everything. It's going to be fantastic. If you're on the fence, please give it a try. It's just fun. It's some of the better scripted wrestling. Yes than the main event, like the main roster does. And I don't think it's anything against the main roster, with the exception of a few. Right. Um, it's just, it's some of the best wrestling out there. And honestly, I care more. I wouldn't say I care more, because I kind of care more about what happens main roster title-wise. Right. However, I enjoy watching takeovers more. They're just and fantastic. It's a good gateway to get in there. And it's kind of a little bit of old-school wrestling in there, too, like how it should be. And not like this pop merchandising thing that the main yes. roster does now. It's it's just great. So please go watch it. Give it a try. Tom, one last thing. Uh, it was uh, first time on uh, F-U-E-R-S-T <laughs> round TKO. Uh, it was a great time. Uh, I'm excited. Hopefully I'll be back later on. I did the Scott Steiner thing, which is something <laughs> I planned from way before the show started. Yes. Uh, otherwise, all around, it was too sweet. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh Thank you guys all for listening. My show is live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from noon to one. I record all these shows, make it available on SoundCloud under the podcast. Just search First Round KO. And remember, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So go shoot your shot. We'll see you Friday. At Wayne Gretzky. You can get it. 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 You
I really hope you play this Cause oh girl you test my patience With all these seductive photographs And all these one-off vacations You've been taking Clearly a lot for me to take in It don't make sense